welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back to my lovely ihp community i hope you're doing well on this fabulous day and that you are ready for our episode so i want to start with every time i learn something new from my lovely neurobiology neuroscience the psychoeducation from nicabm.com or from um, one of the videos luckily that we can have available gabor matei dan siegel and eventually my new Um, educational certificate with mindsight 
that will be awesome interpersonal neurobiology Um, but every time i'm learning something new it leads me to feel powerless because of the way that people don't actually care of learning how they are (laughs) and i don't laugh because it's funny i mean i don't laugh because it's sad either it's that laugh of like haha like seriously (laughs) why question mark question mark there's not like a uh, opinion on it it's more like why why would you as a human being as a person you know every time i even pronounce these words uh i get made fun of but (laughs) it's not in a mean way it's that i don't understand how a person would not want to learn about how their brain works if they figured out in one way shape or form at some point in their life that that lovely brain is a complex beautiful it's not even complicated actually if you ask me everything i'm learning makes it very straightforward (laughs) so it's like why would you not learn about how your brain works um i just didn't have the knowledge of this entire uh, subject matter of neurobiology neuroscience for some odd reason because there's just too many subject matters to look into plus spirituality and the uh, spiritual elements of that so metaphysics esotericism and uh, when i got you know activated with these clairs or whatnot even though I, i don't think i should use the word activated but whenever i began being more aware way back when about you know like twin flames and soulmates and crystals and my dream states astral travel so it's very very beautiful still is very very beautiful but um it's even more beautiful thanks to the neuroscience actually and me being able to break down to all of you you know stop using 4d terminology please uh stop being in 3d terminology and that means stop thinking of people as if there's this devil or somebody is siphoning your energy because that's not what's happening you have a person who has um, a way that their nervous system learned to protect them when they were kids the body's intelligence um, implicit memory so what i have for you is something that is not mine obviously it's from the psychoeducators i forget at this moment the name of the lady she is uh, amazing and she's explaining how our experiences shape the brain and so she describes this again these are not my words it's from one of my classes i'll try not to read necessarily all of it but um she says the brain has a layer on the top part it's called the neocortex it's built of tons and tons and millions of little columns of six neurons in a row so there's these six neurons in a row the bottom two get their information from the brain that is experiencing the here and now okay so visualize the bottom two then we have the upper two on the other hand they uh, get their information from what is known as your implicit memory system so remember that's developed in the first i forget if it was the first two years of life or three years but for sure the first year of life that default network but i i think there's more ages more ages to it i don't remember anyways the bottom two get from your implicit memory and those two columns um then come to the middle two and they come together okay so the here and now plus the implicit comes together in the middle and that's reality okay so reality your reality mine yours it's different because i have my own implicit memory you got your own implicit memory i got my own here now you got your own here now you know like um here's where 
you need to go beyond spirituality if you actually want to achieve your enlightenment soul age group because this is where the joy of living life is you in your ventral vagal state in a mindfulness brain which means you being able to be in your prefrontal cortex so present and aware in the now of when the implicit memory is engaging with the here and now so i'm going to read a little bit more and then i'll give you an example of me i have i have plenty actually of examples where i hold a space i've held this space for both my past and then the here and now and that i'm in a different place in the here and now which is when you're in the present which is where people who are in the metaphysics as a tourism world or even just spirituality with a sad guru when they're talking about being consciousness not an ego it just means you being able to be aware in one second of oh okay this way of me feeling sensation or whatever you recognize the here and now and you can recognize what past experience has taken place that is similar but there there are differences in the here and now so you're also aware of oh but i'm here in a different time with a different type of you know atmosphere whether i'm in another age you know you're you're grounded in the now and you're able to it's not comparing it's just able to identify it's called a witnessing mind so that's where this is very human speaking <laughs> you don't have to be in you know any type of yoga class to do this this is a, a technique that you can actually with your pure choosing to be aware of your sensations of your thoughts of your own in that second i mean <clears throat> i know that they say there's a technique but the technique is just your choice to be uh, a bit more focused on on how you are reacting and then learning to pause if you will sit with your reaction and that sitting is not you actually speaking out of your mouth it happens in your mind you contemplate the implicit with the so that history it's it's immediate because you know your past now there's a huge difference for those who have shame cycles shame blame fault revenge cycles okay because those people have a way that the trauma they store and i'll read because this way you can understand it i don't know this i don't know shame this way i don't know blame i don't know this (laughs) i have never known that from whenever it is i've always been able to be aware with my witnessing brain that okay this is now yesterday is yesterday how i'm feeling may have something to do with what happened to me yesterday of course hello i'm building my experience it's called life it's my name maria i i'm 42 you know like every day i may not remember everything to t but i'll remember it emotionally and my body i trust it to remember it what i need to do if you will to stay safe so i have no questions about how i feel <clears throat> about something and this is not because of spirituality it is very grounded in <laughs> hello i i'm here you know like i can touch myself and feel that there's this body so um there is no time she says when you would be looking at the present moment without your history being a part of that experience and she says and if we're not paying attention to the possibility a couple of things are going to happen the top neurons are going to hold away they're more influential so they they actually hold sway excuse me the top the past your history here's where karma comes into the mix which is why i love Sadhguru and what he represents but i love bringing to you the human elements and i love bringing you the human elements and saying i got clairs people it didn't change what i'm sharing with you never once has it changed because the minute you are aware that you are your own body 
part in mind you have your own history you're a person with a personality and there's no way you're not a filter you're a filter that means you have other shit (laughs) and you can only be a clear filter when you can put that personality to the side which would mean though knowing that you still have this is the thing you you're not in the enlightenment soul age group if you want to put the life that you are to the side if there's anything that i've ever loved is just being who i am and sharing who i am with people however it is with my flaws and imperfections which is why i feel powerless and 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 helpless when i realize how much people don't think about things and they think that using their own awareness of themselves is hard it's just so sad it's not even it's beyond what my words can describe because while i'm feeling in this powerlessness it has nothing to do with me and you know what i'm so happy i'm in my own body i'm so happy that my name's maria (laughs) and that i can share with you the 5dc voice i'm so sad for everybody who thinks that humanity is not infinite in their potential because that's the minute i know they're not going to learn shit pure and simple i don't care what spirituality you get to the enlightenment soul age group is where you actually take the 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 fact that you i don't even want to use the word soul because it's the essence of life it's whoever you are however old you are it's you're enriched every year with everything that is whether good or bad it doesn't matter because there isn't good or bad the idea that when you die you might never come back is something that only a person who's in this enlightenment soul age group will know what i'm speaking about right now and it is not a good or bad thing it is something that you feel so deeply that you literally cannot but cherish every second of your life it doesn't matter what the emotion is whatever is happening you're going to be like i'm living this and it's mine and i'm all in favor of whatever it is that i choose to you have nobody defining anything for you it's just a very pretty 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 awesome place to be i would not want to be a guru i would not want to be a teacher i would not want to be someone who is needing to sit there and be rigid and tell people (laughs) shit no 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 i i'm happy to be on a highway right now as it speaks and bring together human spiritual and spiritual spirituality elements because i actually find uh spirituality alone boring i find the human elements alone boring and i find the spiritual elements alone boring they're not even half of what they are when they're all together and let me keep reading so you can for those of you who might be here gather how and why uh, those of us here are actually doing what we're doing so as i was saying she says there are no there is no time when you would be looking at the present moment without your history being part of that experience and if we're not paying attention to the possibility a couple of things are going to happen the top two neurons are going to hold sway they're more influential in the process than the bottom two which is why people repeat their karmic patterns guys okay so more of what you are experiencing right now she says at this very moment as you are breathing with me is coming from your history than it is from this moment unless of course you start learning to this is me saying to you guys be that witnessing mind so she says uh so more of what you're experiencing right now okay yes is coming from your history now if we pay a lot of attention to the fact to that fact excuse me then we might notice and so here's where when said guru in the inner engineering course that i took he's talking to us about becoming conscious and to pay attention and he has us pause and do this thing this is all he's getting people to practice is something that where you're like okay let me pay attention to what's coming from the past and where i'm at in the now right now um 
and remember that your mind imagination in thinking is with the neuroplastic agent so that's why you get to learn flexibility of the way you're processing every day because of this creation of space and you pausing instead of reacting and you expand your consciousness so taking a minute to be aware of your own self what's come from yesterday and then where you're at right now which is in the now um, now if we pay a lot of attention to that fact then we might notice oh and she's giving an example of something that's probably hers i've given a lecture to therapists before and some of this implicit memory system is feeding into this moment right now but also this is a new experience she says it's a hot day i can see where i'm at i can feel that coming through the window and in this moment she's holding both the past and the present together and here's where she says you can be aware of it but she says you can't so for her in her mouth from her mouth comes out that you can never stop this and she says it's really really good news in general but it's really hard news if we've had a difficult beginning so this is for those who have in in their implicit memory stored neglect abuse trauma from a gaslighting manipulating family right now these are the sessions on gaslighting and manipulation in fact one of the stories which made it broke my heart um, is where she has a client i don't know if she still works with him but um that basically his mother would put him and his brothers or siblings in a room and without feeding them at night and then the day after they would go out and they'd be starving and she would tell them about how much food they had eaten the night before and this person said it we, we felt crazy like we couldn't remember having eaten we were starving it's just so heartbreaking um because there are people that exist like this obviously but those people the parents who knows what happened to them you know so that's where um trauma uh, this is where gabor mate i think there's a quote that i wanted to read to you all um where he says something along the lines of trauma is the invisible here it is the inability to see trauma is what keeps it going gabor mate and this is because people in uh yeah 4d land keep talking about energy vampires instead of knowing that the people who are quote unquote draining you are most likely anxious avoidant anxious excuse me attachment and then you know there's the interacting with people who don't know how to speak up or create little ways to have their own boundaries because they're thinking of themselves as the saviors of someone instead of just being uh, grounded in compassion and and again being an adult and and being able to spell out hey you know i can't do this or i can or there's just so many different ways people could relate to each other uh, when you have other individuals that are asking of you something um, but here's where only the 5dc person will be in this present awareness everybody else has some attachment style that they don't even know about and they're just blaming each other on not being there for each other you know and and and, and or with the energy vampire stuff the 4d community as a whole not to mention just anyone who, who doesn't unconditionally love humanity in my book anyone who doesn't unconditionally love humanity actually doesn't know what it's to, to be a human you don't know if you knew then you'd only have compassion that's the only emotion you would be able to have because physiologically speaking what i'm describing to you is something that's actually real so i don't need spirituality to to keep going you know i didn't need it before this I, and this just makes my 
my love and my desire to create something even further meaningful that can do i don't know how but i'll figure it out because if there's one thing that i have noticed is the individual's lack of desire to learn about themselves because of the triumph of fear over their own lack of predictability the nervous system's response remember to lack of predictability seeking outside plus this implicit memory that comes from their past so people are basically always wanting a we group to co-regulate and they don't know how to be able to self-regulate in a way of consistently being in love with humanity to allow each other to treat each other with respect and compassion in moments where biological rudeness is there there are people i just don't even bother trying to talk to about humanity because i don't want to hear how much they have to complain about human beings or governments or systems or society or any of it i don't want to hear it anymore because if they did anything they should be looking into trauma for real and understanding how the brain works because if you understand how the brain works then you'll know that there is no evil and you'll know that spirituality is awesome and all but we need to give tangible answers to people not stories and tangible in a way that yes allows their brain to be engaged you know i always sigh when that comes it's like you'd think that people would love learning i still don't understand why children don't like learning but maybe it's because teachers didn't make it fun i don't know probably yes it's that and a lot of other things actually it's not the teachers it's a combination of the lack of self-empowerment it's all the adaptive children in the room because teachers that are not empowering their children to have fun and so here's where you you'll always notice when a person is a 5d self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment soul age group everything they do has no objective except to spread the wealth of information to the best of their ability there's compassion there's participating there's life there's 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 softness it's not about solace it's it's actually a human being who knows what it's like to be human some have different outcomes and meaning they have a different journey so they're going to present certain things in certain ways that's structured there's reasons for that that's not the enlightenment soul age group structure means you're in the uh, old soul let me teach people about shit it's not shit but let me be a teacher teachers have to be structured because they're structured in the way their brain is organizing information and they got all these you know even for me if i'm going to teach i have to structure so there's certain things that lose out in structure which is that softness that compassion but whenever you meet a person who's in love with what they do they're a seeker at heart like you can't stop searching because there's just so much more it's like me with learning about being a human man it's amazing it's freaking awesome the part that's sad is that people don't realize how awesome it is but hey uh, then again here's the part that's sad is that people don't notice and know that their reality can change but their history has everything to do with what they're seeing and that history so this story of this child this human being who my gosh basically to 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 be able and um recognize reality what a journey so i'll let me keep reading and then we'll talk a little bit more um so she says it's really good news the fact that we have implicit memory um 
<clears throat> that this is how our brain works because if this were not how our brain worked what we would need to be doing every day would be to rediscover the world like a baby and like a toddler does over and over and over again instead the fact that you lean into your history means you know the floor is under your feet you can remember how to walk it means you know that gravity is here and you know if uh, something falls it'll fall to the ground Uh, you don't have to have that conscious thought because that is part of your implicit history she says another part of your implicit history is also who i am so who who you are is decided by that implicit history and you get your first filters from your family from your household from those first years and um, just every instant how does my mind process information how do relationships feel when i leave what happens when i come back all of this is also part of that implicit memory and because we need to actually be functional she says and not be thinking about our history all the time this happens in a way that is completely subconscious and you trust those learnings so all of this implicit memory is sort of organized in categories of emotional knowings and they weave together to create what i like to call a psychological floor so for the 5d body type those of you who are in the enlightenment soul age group are a 5d body type at this time those who are not in the enlightenment soul age group yet your body type might be more 4d 3d i don't know it doesn't really matter when i say 5d body type i'm meaning a person who has a state of compassion towards themselves and humanity a person who has only unconditional love and neutrality because equanimity is how you lead your every moment not duality you look at the duality with equanimity and you move always out 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 you're not ever sticking to something that is the past you're completely and consistently an expanding consciousness this is why i am expanding consciousness 5dc voice because i personally have only known expansion of consciousness i've never changed what i feel that i am it's always just been building up to become more and more but i have been able to get to in my own personal awareness is the fact that um, i know who i am (laughs) so i'm just gonna put it that way i've always known that i'm part of full consciousness we all are so this psychological floor luckily for me uh, was never broken away from akash or consciousness or just life it's to me just the breath of life Um, and that psychological floor is going to be supporting how you expect the world to be and how you should function because of how you expect the world to be okay so she's saying i'll repeat so all of this implicit memory is sort of organized into categories of emotional knowings and they weave together to create what she likes to call psychological floor that psychological floor is is going to be supporting how i the person expect the world to be and how i the person should expect excuse me should function because of how i expect the world to be so the brain is going to look at the world through history colored glasses all the time and look at your own self through these history colored glasses all the time there is no moment she says that this isn't true until you are instead a person who is in a 5d oneness consciousness self-empowered enlightened state awareness of your history glasses is actually something you already have so you're able to take those history glasses off and set them to the side but knowing that they will still be there 
and this is why we put the personality to the side but you stay very grounded as a person of knowing that you are whatever like for me i'm 42 my name's maria you know i have a family i have a culture all these things are part of who i am the the fact of denying yourself that you have history glasses is exactly where all the other body types are 4d 3d and really what it is is that they're egoically thinking that they can somehow achieve this uh, quote-unquote perfection the idea of a uh, perfection is self-preserving it's the uh, adaptive child it is the person who is ignoring the fact that there is not right or wrong there's not one way that they're not alone that there's all these other people and that they're only even if you have a we group leader it doesn't matter who you have so those history lenses don't even have to be history lenses they can be of your thoughts of whatever you got we all have lenses essentially if you remember you're not the only human in town and you're not the only subject it doesn't matter again how it's to the eth, to the death of, of of you to the infinite and beyond you always know you're a filter so you have certain certain types of tainted glasses and that's about it you're you're able to put it to the side more and more but you stay objective in reality in a way that is not egoic in a way that is one life sensitive with your own ego self knowing that there is that purely because if there's any moment where you would think that that is not possible here's where it's a lie one uh, and it's a lie because you're not the only person in town until i see if i ever see it i'll let you know but uh, until i see somebody who is like spot on 200 percent of the times and that would mean that every day of my life they'd have to be that <laughs> which i have yet to see anywhere you know like i have no subject matter expert that i've ever heard is like always uh you know in the same spot if you will uh it's not because they're wrong it's just that we're always adding information as, uh, uh, as long as we keep life going obviously so anyways uh let me keep reading here what i would challenge us she says when when we're thinking about this is to imagine um how to assess when the history is playing a role and uh usually though it's all the time so just allowing yourself to know that history will always be a part of the moment and uh that's it and you'll you'll know so she goes on to share turned shame crazy experiences um, is where people who have shame cycles right now she's going into the client she was talking about and you turn inward and you will say it's my fault you know if if when people keep on experiencing bad relationships i must be the one picking the bad partners i must be the one who has a faulty picker or bad work environments i must be the one who's interviewing badly or doing something bad Um, this is where karma again comes into the mix but it's not just karma these likes or dislikes these patterns they're part of your own implicit memory they're part of your own past or part of your own life you can easily acknowledge these easily by turning inward and inward doesn't mean faulting you by recognizing the shame blame fault revenge loops and getting out of that now the therapists all of them seem to say it's, it's a bit challenging i have faith in people and i have faith in people's bodies and what i also have faith in is nobody's tuning into these episodes that isn't at least semi-inclined to be in a 5d self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness and in that enlightenment soul age group 
at the very least you're curious to hear the 5dc expanding consciousness voice but this is where sharing information is only sharing information it can only be understood by those who will use it to empower themselves other than that it's psychoeducation or pseudoscience excuse me uh, bullshit because i'm not a licensed anything i'm learning psychoeducation so that i can integrate it within those lovely courses but also within our episodes to guide and support those who are on a personal development journey and expansion of consciousness journey you know this but to anybody who is more of i'd say somebody who wants to live their life based on the external this is not considered anything in their book as informative or important or interesting it's the uh, again uh, actually <laughs> they'll find it quite quote unquote terrible but i don't have a feeling that i'll have people tuning in that would be in that case i've made sure to the best of my ability to write descriptions that will allow those to know <laughs> don't tune in if you want certain uh, aspects so she goes on to again talk about how these people who have this way of blaming themselves i must be the bad person i must be the one who did something wrong which is why you looked at me weird you know uh, and she says also these same types of reactions is where a person would be like nobody really likes me because i'm a horrible person i'm just not good to be around the shame cycle inner critic outer critic denying with addictions drugs sex food alcohol and then um, withdrawing isolating and repeating it over again until they might become aware that they're not a terrible person they're just somebody who has had a very you know uh, rough or trauma attachment style life you know the karma doesn't even do justice for the individuals who actually could benefit from layman's terms of psychoeducation and be like dude no evil exists nobody is horrible or terrible nobody is an energy vampire or stop talking about dark auras people actually have what is called trauma and we want to support them to learn about their body their nervous system and the way their brain works and the way this implicit memory works and to say hey there's a bunch of great psycho educators and they're actually also practitioners that can help you to move beyond trauma completely in your own timing um so she says these people are walking on a psychological floor that says two things one i'm bad there's something wrong with me and the second is uh that and the second way excuse me is to deal with uh this in a way of blaming yourself because that's how remember the mind allows you to feel in control if i can blame me and if i can fault me nobody's going to hurt me again so i can be in control of that so that's uh going to bring in a different feeling in the room and the other part is that uh, people are looking to protect themselves from anybody so they won't let anybody in because they don't trust anybody since they're bad anyways they just decide that they're going to uh, not allow people to to come in and and get to know them and so you're going to have a wild off aggressive energy in the room so she's talking about when people are interacting with each other in these situations even though she's also talking to um psychotherapist and she's saying okay so one depersonalize these experiences because 
it really doesn't have anything to do with you maybe a little bit of how you're presenting yourself but the reality is it's mostly the history of the person and how they were taught to see the world and so she says for us those who are supporting people it's our um, ability to hold and create space where the brain uh, is able to look at itself gently and here's why titration is so important guys so she says she also trusts the person's body the body will know what the person's ready to work through or not and that's something that i can definitely see because every person that i've ever met in my life so far will have a way that they don't uh, process their trauma they just reflect the shame there's a shame continuum that i've read to you more than once so besides that shame cycle this shame continuum now i understand what the shame lady was talking about but this is where the 5d body type we don't have this i've never uh, felt bad or unloved uh, for having flaws and imperfections because i've personally always accepted my own flaws and imperfections without thinking that i should hold it against myself if you i don't know why when i was a child but i do know why from how many stories i've been told <clears throat> and uh that would be where one i was already inclined to be completely independent and my mother was very happy to ensure that i would be independent this way so instead of suppressing my domineering traits she was able to manage them and allow them to be a part of this person that i have become so thankfully and you know what makes me confirm this is i asked her the other day remember the story you guys know the story one when i was three i told her she couldn't spank me and then she did and it was a little spank nothing big Uh, you know i have a lovely household but um i then went to go make my suitcase to leave her just is just to indicate to you because every one of us will have had a way that our nervous system and our default network decided to organize so again shame was not part of that i actually stood up at three meaning you did what i told you not to do and that's not okay to me (laughs) and this is the parental figure this is my quote-unquote prison even though i did have a resource because i was getting my suitcase to be able to go to my grandma my paternal grandma so i did have somewhere else that i could have went to right but i didn't go anywhere i just stayed there long story short though uh, we also were talking about when i was four or five or six i don't remember which one of the birthdays that it was but i uh pulled down the stairs a, a girl who threatened to take something that was mine and so we were talking about this and she and i said to her i said what did you tell me didn't you you know reprimand me (laughs) and she said no in my head i said good job you know i was happy to see that you defended yourself i said yes but did you not tell me to do good behavior you know i was trying to see it because i thought she would have said don't do that but she apparently says no i didn't say anything you told me she was trying to take something of yours and i'm sure i told you not to do it again but i was proud of you i was proud that you protected defended yourself and what i'm trying to share with this is that that is very important of course i recognize personally what i've had in my household with the figure that is the one who's directed my childhood so obviously you know put one plus one equals two 
Uh, an individual's nervous system responds with the i'll defend me i'll stand up for me and then you're getting supported it i have what i would say is luck on my side of having been able to have that if on the other hand i had had a parent that would have beaten me let's say this is where we don't know what it would look like not that it's necessary because you know there's no point in looking at that but what i'm trying to get at is that that psychological floor for me is something that i've been able to walk in my own thanks to a person who was and still is inclined no matter what kind of discussions she's still inclined to allow me to be my own person or anyways that's always been the feeling that comes across even though sometimes she'll be that mother who's like you're not listening to me as your mother who should know more than you should <laughs> that's that's where it's not something conscious those roles this is where i uh i have a role as a daughter that i became aware of and and you know when you're aware of right here those lenses so i removed at some point the lenses of this is my mother i said no this is a person it's not just my mother so whenever she'll be ready to remove her lenses of this is my daughter and this is just a person then you know we'll see but i don't actually look into that because i like the lenses it's okay to have lenses on in my opinion because it's the person who gets to choose if they want to put them to the side removing them doesn't mean you don't have them that's the other part of why beyond spirituality is what we're talking about because i will always see my family with those lenses and um that's where those lenses are adorable in my book like they'll they're they're not ever going to be treated like just any person <laughs> so why why should i but the part about maturing and being able to talk about things in different ways if that can come as we all choose our enlightenment journey that's something that we'll see what i'm trying to get at is one being able to put to the side your lovely history glasses but also being able to note that for some people this is not as straightforward because their shame blame fault revenge cycles and loops are not chosen by the devil or satan or anything like that it's actually in the moment they're beginning their life as a human being so i know people in the spiritual elements community metaphysics esotericism they like to add all the stories and i'm great and up for a story but i'm also great and up for helping to actually expand human consciousness so how about they you know get a little bit more again information on neurobiology and the actuality of how a brain is developed before they keep on talking about siphoning energies and all that other stuff and using their time in that space um yeah so a person who has had a traumatic history they're walking on a psychological floor that says again two things one i'm bad there's something wrong with me and the second is the way to deal with that is to blame myself they're walking on that all the time blaming oneself is the way your brain keeps control again you won't ever be hurt again if you blame yourself or find fault in you which is why shame can then deflect and it also can become angry and then lash out at another person uh and this is where that when that happens um there's a lot of the wall and the protector lens on and a person who is a functional adult in a ventral vagal state that is uh, in enlightenment as a soul age group we will notice this and know intuitively that we're in this in the presence of protectors that's all 
So like right now with the energy is about and with whatever awareness you've gained for my regular listeners, the ones of Krishna Lila, Shiva and Kali, we were talking about this in one of my recent channeled guidances for you as that we're learning how to just depersonalize immediately move away and leave it leave it be we, we don't engage in anything because you know again we're, we're here to expand consciousness our own and to then also support humanity on a bigger scale not one individual not two individuals we're not here to waste our time on that it's not that it's a waste of time because of anything good or bad it's that they will keep on doing their other soul age groups this is why people can have soulless in these other soul age groups they'll they'll do their attachment style stuff with other people they'll they'll naturally their body will naturally gravitate to those experiences that are going to be a part this is why nobody blocks anything no one has ever blocked anything i've always known this in my heart of hearts with the whole spiritual elements people everything they speak of when they're doing unless the tarot readers that i watch are empowered tarot readers and they're just consulting in a way of here's the energy these are supposed to empower you not tell you what the truth is you know the truth your life is your life you'll always notice the difference between a 5d reader versus another type of reader and they might not be completely in that enlightenment soul age group but they still are reading with unconditional love neutrality oneness consciousness knowing they're not here to tell you what your life is they're here to share with you something that's called guidance that supports where you're going already so um the part about the wall is very clear we don't go over it we don't climb it we i know i've learned very much i've never really wanted to climb walls to begin with but there are moments where i've probably climbed them too much too long for no reason except for not knowing how the implicit memory of a person works and the the reality is this is why i was saying it's a very powerless feeling to be in when you realize that humanity uh they limit their own potential all on their own but there's also this implicit memory that is key and most people have some form of trauma that they have not they have not recovered from that they're using alcohol drugs sex and food to uh to deny you know i i really yeah let me finish reading this stuff but um what else trusting your own system it's very wise your own system will know how to move and uh, this is where there's no shadow of a, of a doubt so whatever timing there is in the need of there will be that timing so whether you do it on your own or with somebody you know again the spirituality is a concept people can move into these spectrums but i've seen many with mantles of enlightenment they're not in the enlightenment soul age group they still have no idea who they are as a person because they're not looking at their attachment history they still have trauma they still have a lot of the protector lenses on and they are in their egos completely i mean i don't even care about that whole following false light we're not following a light <laughs> we're being people the enlightenment soul age group we don't follow uh, anything we're the essence of life in form speaking so again expanding consciousness speaking and being and saying dude stop stop creating a story for something that's very straightforward how do you wake up in the morning and what do we want to do about how you're feeling and thinking 
so i love again that spirituality is present with the sad guru and the neurobiology neuroscience all of that that's why 5d is here and it's with these two types of uh, human elements because there's subject matters that people are talking about there's the trending there's the masses and there's always going to be the masses but the masses are getting the information in one way shape or form so the 4d community they're just getting lost in their conspiracy theories they're not influential in this sphere because they're not creating the 5d social culture they're not participating actively to what's being created they are going to be a part of what is written in history books as groups of people that stood at different sides and yada 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 i don't even you know this is way beyond the scope of this episode but uh, they're unimportant because they're not affecting what's going to support more people to center themselves in their expansion of consciousness potential this doesn't mean people will be in the enlightenment soul age group no but it's uh, where the two spirituality and science are bridging and coming together and helping people to understand what it means to be destabilized from one centeredness and that you can live a better life from within you the other is a contour but as long as we have air to breathe water to drink and food to eat this is the where people are still living the well-being is what is part of humans evolution right now and part of 5d world which 4d land keeps thinking is not they just keep thinking that they're anointed ones or that they know what's happening that they need to battle this or that they're in separateness consciousness in fact they're not slowing anything down they're just choosing to sit in their own soul age group and also in their own lower toroidal vibration because they're not even practicing anything remotely in the neutrality belt if they were then they would be noticing their own inner well-being first of all and they would be speaking with more compassion towards humanity and life as a whole not yelling more so the ones who are yelling are not in this sphere of spirituality let alone the enlightenment soul age group let alone 5d land none of it you know but again it's not important because they're an everyday part of the mass society that we've seen in our history books over and over again and that only those who think that violence actually is something that creates will think that these mean something important only those who think activity is externalized are the ones who are looking and in fact Rumi's quote goodbyes are for those who see and love with their eyes excuse me but for those of us who love with our heart and soul we know no separation oneness consciousness knows no separation we can see how this flow is always at hand so when you are walking on this history without thinking whether or not the floor is going to be there she says you're going to walk with no consciousness and it's just as real as the ground you are walking on so if she says if i'm crazy is as real as the ground i'm walking on and we discover oh the only way to know that i'm sane is that i felt crazy in my home this means if you felt crazy in your home you were sane you're the sane one and if you can hold these two things together in one go side by side then they both cannot be true and so here's where she is saying when you start feeling crazy in the room this is when it feels like there's going to be projecting a bunch of different things to you but when you think of all the things that are happening you realize that certain things are not true and you just pause for a minute you then turn with compassion and you look at how you know something is taking place that is being unwinded and that you don't have to engage in or become a part of 
that you can hold that space and that while you hold that space you can address with the person hey how about we you know look at this for a minute do you want to turn with me and look at what's going on can we look at the faces of the people can we hear the words that are being spoken you want to just take a minute to take a look and you then allow them so you can allow people to become witnessing minds and this is where that can be really hard for some people especially those who grew up in an environment where manipulation and gaslighting was really extreme an essential part of surviving that household was to never be a witness and never a witnessing mind you had to be the person who was the crazy one at fault because otherwise you know you would have died in your household so when you're asking a person who has shame blame fault revenge to be a witnessing mind you're asking them to climb a mountain and it's something that needs to be climbed step by step small and when there's pushback <clears throat> that can look like the shame like oh I'm, I'm ashamed of me I'm, I'm bad I'm horrible or it can look like it's you you're at fault you're to blame and then the revenge I hate you or you know even manipulating gaslighting uh, is the pushback and uh, this means there's not you know it's not time yet so the person's not ready to you know be the witness it's normal and so you just you know say it's okay you step back and you leave it alone and if that individual those situations are able to be presented again then you try again so accessing witnessing mind and then trusting the body to set the pace this is where for every one of you who has tuned in today if you're a new listener this might not make much sense to you but these episodes are to support people who are either inclined to be in a 5d self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness and then choosing potentially their enlightenment so a troop or not it doesn't really matter but witnessing mind what is important about this is noting that people who have shame blame fault revenge loops those who are in for example antisocial personality disorder i would say are included in this group and probably there are others as well but in a different way but the shame blame fault revenge is very important because people are not looking outside themselves in this way and uh, they're not sitting with their body or a pace of anything they're just reacting because instead of understanding that you're a person with a safety behavior so looking into the psychoeducation for real they're looking for labels to give each other and point fingers the sociopath psychopath narcissistic um the hit i don't know the other ones as mal as well but just thinking of the sociopath lady with narcissism i saw some of her videos and while i know she is representing a group of people and it's great because we get to know more and to destigmatize i was seeing some of the ways she uses her information to teach people how to uh, take down the narcissist which is not in any way shape or form uh, appropriate to take down anyone for that matter um this is why again 5d land is not about taking down anyone there are no energy vampires there are no evil people there are people and beyond spirituality is we all have the same type of brain with the same uh six neurons the top two are the ones of the here and now and the bottom two are the ones that come from our history and when they come together that makes our reality 
so remember that please and remember that for some of us it's easy to access our witnessing mind and to stay grounded and to be in equanimity that's the 5dc person in your enlightenment soul age group others it's going to be a little bit different so we'll keep talking about it in the meantime i share with you my love and i hope you're having a great day